coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 165. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Good. How about you? Uh, you know, uh, not quite the time of year to try and get rid of an allergy attack. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, everything's well, in bloom here, you know. Exactly, Bart. I have to ask you this. Are you an angry white guy? Uh, well, sometimes depends what I'm <laughs> I'm watching or reading. <laughs> well, lately it's easy to be angry, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about the war on white men. Right. I I feel like identity politics are wrong. Exactly. Um, in, no matter who you're talking about. Right. But lowering one group. To elevate another doesn't solve a problem. Absolutely not. Okay. We all need to be equal, and I'm a person that believes once we all mix all of our blood up, it'll be a lot easier, you know? Right. Like, you know, just mix it up, because I, for one, am really tired of it. I am, too. In my lifetime. I'm not sure anybody cares if I'm tired of it, but... Anyway, the University of Kansas. Now, you got to remember, that's in the middle of the United States. Yeah. So this is unusual, except that all of our campuses really have major indoctrination problems. Yeah. And, they're, and they're... I'm talking left of left, progressive, yeah. socialist, communist type identity politics. And it also goes back with the, the plan. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. How, how do we get control and make this nation more socialistic, more communistic? One of them is indoctrinating our kids in school. And so the University of Kansas is, is going to play a, a big part of this by offering a class called Angry White Male Studies. <laughs> and you know what? That makes me pretty damn mad. Uh... I am the mother of three fine sons, and I do not believe that they in any way need to be lowered in order to elevate somebody else. Let's all just play on the same field. That just is beyond belief. I'm sitting here with my mouth open. Well, and I will tell you that two of my kids are adopted. And they couldn't, uh, my oldest one was eight years old when I adopted him. Okay. He couldn't have come from more hellacious background. Right. Doesn't matter what color he is. Yeah. Okay, it was horrible, and he has risen above, and is 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 a manager of a national company. He is, um, it, you know, it's amazing. He um, has overcame poverty, you know, um, living in the midst of. He's he's been homeless before. Right. He hasn't had food to eat. He and my son, he knows things I could never know. Right. And he has risen above. And he's not the only one. There are a lot of people that have. You know, we are concerned about everybody that didn't ha seemingly have a chance. Right. It's it's a common uh, kind of war tactic, divide and conquer, right? Exactly. And this tactic 
is not doing the Democrats any favors. No, it's not because people are waking up to it. They, exactly. They say they're woke. Hey, well, you know, a lot of people are, are awakening and going, hey, what the hell is going on and moving over to the right. Exactly. Whether they'd admit it or not. <laughs> of Democrats that are walking away from the party. In right. fact, it is a movement. Walk away. Walk away from the Democrats. It is, um, and especially among males, both white and black, those are the walkers. Right. Because they're sick and tired of being, like, criminalized. Yeah, you can say Monsterized. That. Yeah. <laughs> if that's a word, we can make up words, can't we? Right. But it's, it's, it's just wrong, and it, it's hurting the party. I mean, to me, it's almost like they're behaving as if they've already lost, they can't beat Trump, so let's just start throwing this stuff out there. Yeah, like uh, throwing a bunch of crap at a fan, right? Seeing exactly. what sticks. See what right. sticks. This will be our gap here. We'll just see what works. Yeah. The 2020 election, we can't beat Trump with the economy. Um, he has got way many supporters in the middle of the country. Uh, yeah, let's just see what, what sticks. Yeah, exactly. And so you have a lot kind of like Reagan Democrats, you've got Trump Democrats. I think there are some of those people that would definitely go back later on and vote for a moderate Democrat. It's not like they're selling out everything, you know. Right. You know, their their whole lifetime of devotion to the party, but they're saying, hey, wait a minute. Democrat is not synonymous with socialist, communist, or craziness. Right. And that leads me to another question for you. Okay. Who creates more Trump supporters, Trump or the crazies on the left? Uh, the crazies on the left. I think you're right. You know, they just not... do it for him. I mean, they keep hating on him and hating on him, and yet they keep doing his bidding. Yeah, some of the political groups uh, also believe that on Facebook that I follow. And uh, <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about that exactly. Is They're, they're actually... Um, turning their voters off in a way and uh, they're you know they're losing support well and when you listen to the likes of AOC and not just the AOC the 20 people running for president you know sometimes they say this stuff and your mouth just drops open you're just like going huh yeah really yeah I, I mean I mean, this sounds like the kindergartner class got together and said, let's see how silly we can be, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you can hear them all giggling, you know, sitting around on their little knapsacks, you know? And it, it just doesn't seem real. It's, it's, there's something terribly surreal about it. Right. But, and, and Bernie seems to know he doesn't have enough voters because the other day he said, I need those criminals in the jails to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Socialism yeah, works yeah. so well for them, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they do get three square meals a day in arts and crafts. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, why I, not let them vote? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, what, what? Are we punishing them or rewarding them? Yeah, I, I doubt any of them you know? are are on the socialist kind of uh, scale anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of them are probably on the narcissistic. Scale. Yeah, exactly. The, most you know, criminals tend to be a little narcissistic. Well, most don't even uh, vote too. So you know, good luck with that, Bernie. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll get a lot of votes. He'll beat Trump with that. You know, if, <laughs> yeah. Well, if he gets all the votes, maybe he should share half of them with the other candidates. <laughs> well, that would only be fair, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be fair in his mind. <laughs> oh, well, you know how I love to relate to Independence Day. Right. Because to me, that movie represents the day politics didn't matter when you have this common enemy. But still, remember the president in the movie, he walks up, Bill Pullman, right? Right. Okay. Okay. He walks up to the glass and the crazy alien, monstrous looking, bug looking thing, you know, speaks to him telepathically. Right. Or he sees what this monster sees. And he, he walks back and he's kind of stunned and then he says, the aliens are like locusts. They destroy every planet they invade. They they take the resources and they use them all up. Okay. You know, they need a Green New yeah. Deal. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> they never, ever learn. They right. just recreate the destruction wherever they go. Now, I'm going to kind of pun my own kind of name here or label for radical immigrants. And the radical immigrants can be, they can either come through the front door or the back door. They can be legal or illegal. They can be here on a green card, they can be here on a visa, they can have citizenship. But they are the people that come here and want to bring the problems they left behind. Right. Like communism, socialism, Sharia law. Right. And they do that with countries. We've seen it all over Africa. They, they destroy one little region, one little country, then they sort of move on to the next one, take over the politics, take over the people, make them promises, everything's hunky-dory for about a year, and then it's all destroyed. Right. They used everything all up. That is what I call radical immigrants. Okay. And um, it scares me. It scares a lot of people because Sharia law has no place in the United States. Right. It does not mix with Western culture one little bit. No. It, 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 we, our forefathers um, arranged for us. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying this is a perfect country, but I'm saying that the things they thought of, the things they believed in, were so before their time that sometimes it seems a little supernatural. Right. That they could possibly have prepared way back then and known what we might face today. Right. So anyway, if I had to name uh, at least one mm -hmm. radical immigrant, I would have to say um, Elaine Omar. Right. Absolutely. I mean, she's definitely bringing with her what ran her out of Somalia. Exactly. I don't I mean, get it. Communism, socialism, starvation, Sharia law. And she had to marry her own brother. Exactly. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so anyway, she got her death threat. And they arrested him this week, or at the end of last week, okay? Now, you got to remember that Judge Jeanine Pirro about three or four weeks ago, said on her show something to the effect of, 
you know, Omar needs to actually, I think she probably said she needs to get out of Congress because she believes in Sharia law. Right. She supports Sharia law. She is involved with um, CARE, C-A-I-R, which supports financially terrorism. There's no doubt about it. At one point, George W. Bush had put them on the terror threat list, and they were unable to, I think, even froze their bank accounts here. Right. How they ever got off that list, we would have to ask Obama. Nevertheless, the first call that came into Omar's office from this man that made the death threat came sometime before Judge Janine said this. Okay. okay. Judge Janine's right. show has now been back on the air for two weeks. She was out two weeks, so she's had two more shows. And I believe that Fox seriously thought about not bringing her back. The people weren't going to have her. Yeah. Because she yeah. said what we believe. Sharia law does not belong in the United States. Yeah, and there was nothing wrong with what she did at all. She asked a question. Exactly. She exactly. didn't even state her stance on it. She asked, she. It was a question. So, exactly. You know, and sometimes uh, she Janine says things that I think are a little off the wall because she's a little right of me, but um, I think she has the right to say them. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely agree with Sharia law has no place here. Nevertheless, Judge Janine is now being um, blamed for this man who made the death threat on Omar. Oh, of now, course. It couldn't just be the crazy person. No, no. Okay? I mean, we didn't run around screaming at the left when Steve Scalise got shot, did we? Right, exactly. We said, this is a nuthead. Yeah. That needs to go to prison, or worse. Well, I don't really get it. Like, uh, you know, uh, especially being a woman over there in, in those countries, it, it, you're oppressed. So you come here oh, and you yeah. want Somalia is terrible. And and you come here and then you want women to be oppressed again? Like Yeah, it doesn't uh, make sense. And they have their bodies mutilated? Exactly. Beaten and whipped? Uh, I don't get it. Don't understand. I don't it. either. I don't yeah. either. The president went to the border. Yeah, I saw some video on that on actually. Friday, yeah. And he did a very smart thing. He had Gloria Chavez, a U.S. Border Patrol El Centro Sector Chief from California, tell us how it is. Oh, okay. Or tell us how it is, I guess. Okay? She said, we need a wall, we need money, we need, we, we need, you know, if we have to close the border, we need to close the border. And believe me, I don't really want to close the border. Right. I, I think it will cause a lot of problems, and avocados aren't the biggest problem. Yeah, right up here in Canada as well. So. Absolutely. Um, so I would like to see that Mexico kick in and do what the president's asking. Help us, you know. And again, our population is going down. So I want to insert this here. We need immigrants. Right. We need them back. There are certain jobs we really need people. But we need them to come through the front door. We need them to have social security numbers. We need them to be able to find a place to live and pay for it. Right. Using their own social security number. Right. Not stealing ours. Exactly. Okay, we don't want sex traffickers, drug traffickers, and murderers coming across the border. Neither do you all. 
Exactly. I mean, Trudeau kind of does, but the rest <laughs> of you don't. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what his fascination is with, um, you know, delinquents, but he does have a little bit of one. Oh, yeah. We have, I think, 68 ex-ISIS living in Canada. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. is so scary. And you guys have had incidents. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and those incidents are exactly why we don't want to do this. And you got to dig for them in the news, too, because the news uh, doesn't seem to really want to report any of it. Well, I tell you, people are starting to get tired of Trudeau. We'll get back to that in a oh, minute, yeah. I guess. But, um, <laughs> nevertheless, Gloria Chavez, she is um, Hispanic. Right. She does this job every day. She told it how it is, and um, I think that was brilliant. It was it was um, it was very informative to listen to her. Exactly. And so, for all the Democrats that said, "Oh, those guys down," we've talked to the experts on the border, and they say it's not a crisis. Okay, <laughs> then you know where? Talk to Gloria. Call yeah. her up. Hey, or get on a plane. Better yet. You know, the American people will pay your fare, get on that plane if you're in Congress or in the Senate, and you go down. Don't go down to where the wall's already built and nobody's going across. Right. Go down to one of those openings. Exactly. Okay. So. They don't want to see that, though. No, they don't want to see that. That's exactly why they don't go down there. Right. Um, Kirsten Nielsen, the DHS secretary. Right. Um, is leaving her post on Wednesday. Um, her resignation is in. Um, was she fired or resigned? I think it was a mutual agreement. Supposedly six months ago she was going to leave. Why everybody is surprised, I don't know. How long do you think you could do that job? She's done it for two years. Right. Okay, she's been accused of everything, including caging babies. Obama caged babies and children. Exactly. There's there's lots of video out there. Quit that. Quit saying she's doing this. And what in the hell is she supposed to do when people bring kids across the border that aren't theirs? Release yeah. them? Yeah. Release them to what might be a, a pedophile? Exactly. Or just release them on the street to fend for themselves? What in the hell is she supposed to do? Yeah, Exactly. So she will forever, and I even looked up her wiki page earlier. She is forever going to be branded as the woman that caged babies. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How did this? I mean, um, yeah. But it is a crisis there. The border is definitely a crisis, and uh, even Mitt Romney flipped on that. Oh, good. Remember? Two right. three weeks ago, he said, "No crisis. President Trump is is just creating this." And um, fact is, Thursday he decides that it is a crisis. Now, Mitt really doesn't do that much that doesn't benefit Mitt. So my <laughs> guess is he's getting some slam back politically. Right. Okay. Doesn't like Trump. We know that Trump won. He didn't. Yeah. You know, uh, he had a couple of tries. And um, he's bitter. Um, yeah, and it I shows. think he should have just stayed home instead of running for Senate. But they they liked him in Utah and elected him, and they have that right. Uh, and nevertheless, um, I'm sure there is something there for him. 
Okay. Devin Nunes says he's really got it. Yeah. Okay. He's got eight criminal referrals that he is turning over this week to the DOJ. These referrals are basically, well, they're criminal referrals about people in the Obama administration that got us to Russian collusion. So we're talking about the FISA. We're talking about, you know, the um, insurance policy, they called it. Right. For taking care of Trump, if he won, or taking care of, I guess, his run for office. He says these eight references will um, lead to um, criminal referrals for one to two dozen people. Wow. Okay. I'm hoping that, you know, we get to read those criminal referrals. Wow. So that we kind of know what we're talking about. I think it's a big deal. Um, I at least hope it is. I hope the Republicans don't do what they did to Benghazi and just keep reeling out stuff that's not going to produce anything. Right. I hope that this is a thing. Yeah, me too. It, it smells bad. It the looks bad. FISA, lovers, you know, Comey, all of it smells and looks bad. Exactly. Worse than Watergate. I'll st say it again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Worse than Watergate, because really Watergate would be considered transparency now, had they not broken <laughs> Pretty in. Much. I mean, really, yeah. you, you would probably go to jail. All of it really points to McCarthyism. Yeah. I mean, when you think about everything that's happening to Trump, it's basically McCarthyism. Yeah. McCarthyism is defined as a campaign or practice that endorses the use of unfair allegation and investigation. <laughs> now, every time you turn around, they're flipping it yeah. into a McCarthy-style allegation. Yeah, latest is the tax thing, right? Oh, exactly, the tax thing. But also, for example, Kirsten Nielsen. Now, they hated her. She right. was the baby killer. I mean, three kids died. I mean, they came to us sick, but she killed them. Right. You know, however that happens. Um, they said today, oh, well, she had to leave because he needs somebody meaner than her, and she's a baby killer. <laughs> now, see how you're, you're flipping that around, and you're, you're making that into an unfair allegation. McCarthyism. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it 100% fits the uh, definition for sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, maybe <laughs> the queen of McCarthyism might be Alyssa Milano. Uh, I don't know what she's the queen of. <laughs> the truth. I, don't know. I don't know. She's one of yesterday's actresses, but um, I liked her when she was a little kid. I thought she was great in Who's the Boss. I have to admit that. But one of her... I don't really want to say cohorts because I don't know. Dean Kane, who played the TV version of Superman, shared that he believed that Alyssa Milano's activism was just a role in a script that she was being paid to do. Huh. He did not believe that she had the, um, gosh, how do I say that PC? I don't want to say wherewithal. 
I don't know the background. The She's not smart enough. Doesn't sound like she wrote it. She's not smart okay. enough. I started looking into it after he said this last week, and if you look through her tweets and I, I don't know, I didn't look through Facebook. I'm sure she does it on there, and and uh, the things she said, for example, when she was in Georgia protesting the other day. You know what? I think Dean King might be right, and he went. He was just short of suggesting that the Papa Bear might be Soros. Oh, huh. Chris, at the end of all of this, is always Soros, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's always uh, funny how that works out. Chris, know? that's kind of your line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yes. Trump's taxes, they went, They have um, petitioned the IRS to get Trump's taxes. So we've got to hope that they do not get them. Yeah, that's the latest shit that, that, that's that just, stuck, that's right? That's personal. That's his. He shouldn't have to turn them over. And I tell you what, the people out here in the Midwest, we really don't give a flying flip what's on <laughs> his taxes, okay? One of the reasons why he might not want to release it is because Trump... And his kids are like an empire, okay? Right. It's not an individual like um, Bill Gates or even Jeff Bezos, right? okay? You have his individual wealth, you have his family's wealth, and you have the wealth of his company. Now, he's also lost a lot of branding and wealth since he became president. One um, economist that I heard suggested it was $11 billion. Okay. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, he said that. I don't even know whether what his basis for saying that was. I can assure you he's lost a lot. Um, I don't think you could observe what's going on because once you're like a billionaire business person and you run for office, you're going to lose at least half of half. Right. Because those people aren't going to be on your side. Exactly. Okay. So whichever side you choose, the other side's going to hate you. And the other side has Alyssa Milano. Yeah, they have Alyssa. They can stick with her, you know, and keep writing her scripts for her. How come she's not running for president? Yeah, why not? Might as well. No, it's a lot more cushy just to sit there, you know, and have somebody write the script and then just punch it in. Yeah. Maybe they even punch it in for you. Yeah, could be. No. Could be. I mean, that's the one thing about Twitter and Facebook and all those. You know, we really don't know. Yeah, that. It in. Yeah, could not even be her. Wouldn't yeah. that be shocking? Yeah. But um, I don't know what their um, past success is for picking presidents, but Wall Street thinks Trump will be reelected. 71% of them. Now, getting 71% of anybody on Wall Street to agree on anything is pretty <laughs> Yeah. I do know that much. Yeah. Um, they say the economy and the market's too good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I also think the left has just gone too far left. They, they've kind of gone just kind of like the View. <laughs> you just had a couple of books written about them lately, and they look like a bunch of damn mean girls. Yeah, they do. I mean that. Um, uh, one of the girls that was on there a few years ago, Sherry, she said that she cried for three years. Oh, my. I mean, and there's all kinds of stories about that. Elizabeth Hathsleback, um, 
it, it's not a good place to work. Now, now, in all fairness, you put five women anywhere. <laughs> and it's not going to be pretty. Okay? It is yeah. not going to be pretty, but... Um, these books really make that show look bad. I think you're going to see them try to rebrand and try to soften things up. In fact, they had a baby shower last week for Abby on there. I think that was nothing more than a response to this bad, bad, bad press they're getting. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's a sad story. Can you write a sad story? In three words. That's what the people on my feed have been doing on Twitter. And it's, it's just fun, just to name a, a few of the sad stories. One is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> Hillary is running. Obama is back. And Pelosi is speaker. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know? that's funny. And, and how creative they are. Yeah, absolutely. A little, a little thing. But, uh, well, I tell you, somebody that's hating their dad. Oh? Kirsten Gillibrand. Now, she's the senator running for president. At first, her numbers were really good. Right. You know, she was right up there at the top. She's, she's losing interest. Well, but, and, and no, that nobody can be responsible what their family does believe me right i don't want to be held responsible for things my family does or doesn't do right but and actually they don't want to be responsible for me either nevertheless her dad doug rutnick worked for nxivm a sex cult in albany <laughs> new york okay that has allegedly trafficked women he was um uh, he worked in D.C. and uh, as an advocate for them. Wow. Oftentimes, he had front row tables at Clinton events. I mean, <laughs> eight tables. So he was—he's a big time lobbyist for this. Okay. Now, one of the people in charge, a young, kind of cute girl. Uh, she looked like a girl to me. Maybe that's because I'm getting old. <laughs> you know, probably. Never know. She's going to jail this week oh. because she kept another woman naked and um, locked up in her house or apartment for two months as a sex life. Oh. So this is the real deal here. Now. Wow. Gildebrand says she really didn't know about it. I mean, her, her dad's a lobbyist in D.C., I don't know. Maybe you could not know who he was working for. I don't know. I don't know what her relationship was for dad. And apparently, her stepmom was very involved in the actual sex cult. But oh, wow. okay. it's, it's just nuts story. I'm sure it is just making her cringe. But it's it's um, if it wasn't so sad, you know, wow. that there are actually people that have been kept hostage here. Um the irony would be amusing, but Gildebrand has been a major proponent for the Me Too, Me Too movement, and, uh, you know, <coughs> it doesn't pass the smell test very well. Not at all. Again, no. she's not really even in the top five, so it's just an interesting story at this point. Wow. So what about up there in the Canadian in this In the scandal? Country, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, 
Trudeau has threatened to sue Andrew Scheer, the leader of the opposition party, for libel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Trudeau had his lawyer carve up a, uh, you know, a letter to them saying, you know, we're, we're keep it up and we're going to charge you. So every effort uh, to shut down the investigation has been tried. But uh, Andrew. Well, let me ask you this first. Was Trudeau. Was he elected dictator? Yeah, well, pretty much because uh, there, okay. there, obviously, there's no democratic um, process that that has been able to take him down. And yeah, uh, and that it, surprises me. You know, he just keeps blocking them out, and and uh, yeah, I, you know, it's he's just nose going to nosedive that party right into oblivion. I think, uh, just riding it out, Christia Freeland. Um, if he would to be to step down, uh, she would take over for them, and we're seeing an awful lot of her face, and uh, that's that's as great as you know having to look at Hillary's face all the time. So you know. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You um, just send a shiver up a lot of people's spine just then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Andrew Shear's lawyer responded saying, "Bring it on." That yeah. way, that way we can see Good. all of the evidence you've been blocking from us. So very interesting. Yeah, because yeah, then you would have depositions, discoveries. Uh huh. People would all would, be laid out on the table, wouldn't it? Exactly, and we'd have the Justice Department take care of the justice that has been um, ridiculed, so to speak. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's getting interesting. Supposedly, there's some documents that have to do with um, evidence in the case. And uh, looks like the opposition is uh, in possession of these documents. Not sure how they got them or what's going on there. But uh, they're supposed to be released sometimes today, possibly. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah, awesome. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I agree you there. You can't make this stuff up, can no, you? No, you can't. No. Yep, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. And thanks to our new listeners. We've had a bunch of new listeners, and welcome aboard. Yeah. Grace, Godspeed to you, and thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>